Hello and welcome to episode 28. 28, we are on 28, I think. Yeah. 27? No, 28. Have I done the Sully show notes? 28, great start. Great start. Have you done it? Or have I? Yeah, I think you've... Jake, when he writes the document, he always puts us a week behind. Let's check, let's check, let's check, let's check. Yeah, we're on episode 28, for Christ's okay, sake, Jake. That's God why sake. you confuse me. Um, welcome to the Talking Wednesday podcast. Um, obviously, the first time we've not done any Euros talk or anything like that, yeah. I think, for, for a while. So it's just back to, to being a Wednesday. Wednesday. And remember, also, League One as well. Mm. We don't really have many wider League One topics today, but it will be, um, it will be this a season thing, at least. Yes. A League One, like we when we were in the Championship, we were talking about other Championship clubs and other things that were relevant to our league. Yep. It will be the same within League One. Um, so if you are a League One fan as well, make sure you stick around and subscribe to the channel. But I'm Dexterity Box, joined as always by PunkChef41. How are you, Jake? How's your week been? Uh, not too bad. A bit mental at the time, but hey, that's the curse of like being a, a dad and then everything else I've got going on. How's your week been? Uh, uh, it's... Uh, all right, it's been really hot, like yep. really hot at work, really, really hot. But like I'm... Um, to be fair, this is the first day I've been able to come in here and not melt, so it's lovely. No, we're doing this, we're actually recording on a Saturday for the first time in Yonks, aren't we? Yeah. Um, so that's nice. The, we used to always record on Saturdays, but we're recording earlier in the day. Usually at this point, it's where it starts to turn, but the heat's been all right. Um, I, I don't so- know what's going to happen with next week's episode. Just right. putting it out there. I've just realised this because I'm away at the weekend, right? But we can probably do something in the week. We can, we'll probably do a Thursday record actually. Yeah. Um, it just means it might not be a very long one. So I will say something: if you are our community, please post in the community tab. It does the that love week, of actually. God. Yeah, like it does. It does help when we've got um, when we've obviously not got a full week to digest the news, but. It is there. You've just got to be... If you can't see it, it most likely means you're not subscribed. Yeah. A lot of people have said that. They're like, oh, I watch all your videos, but I can't see the community tab. I'm like, red button. Big red button, subscribe, and then it'll pop up and go, community tab. Yeah, if you click my channel then, you'll you'll be able to go across to the community tab. But yeah, please do, because... um, not as many community topics in the last couple of episodes, and I want to make that a different thing. And yes, that is partly down to me posting it like, 24 hours before we actually record the podcast. However, if you were subscribed, you'd still see it. Yeah. So get on it. Right. Um, one review this week, I believe, Ooh. has come in. One for obviously, if you are um if you are a fan of this podcast, it would be helpful for you to go on to Apple Podcasts mainly. There is Podchaser as well, but Apple Podcasts mainly, and leave us a five-star review. And if you leave us a five-star review, it gets read out on the channel. And this one is from Lee Hillen, says, love this, love these guys, no nonsense chat while taking, uh, while not taking things too seriously, always informative and fun to be a part of, looking forward to the new season alongside you guys, keep it up. Thank you very much for that, Lee, we are looking forward to the new season too. I'm actually slightly giddy giddy about it. I know, I tweeted the other day about like, League One champions, anyone, I mean, uh, it's completely... We're going to get past the switch in Sunderland and Wigan first, because... They Wigan and Ipswich, especially, they are building teams at the minute. I mean, Jesus. with some injuries that we could be lining up and all of that, it could be a case of a mid-table battle if we're not careful. So I'm 
I'm doing the Giddy Wednesday fan thing, but we've still got to be quite careful. To be fair, it wouldn't be us if we had a start to season if we didn't, weren't going into it with some injuries, let's be honest. Yeah, it's true. Or some... Like, it wouldn't be us going into the season if we didn't think it was going to be... We're going to absolutely boss the league either. So we can be pessimistic all summer that we want, and then, then again, it comes look, to kick off and we're at, like, yes. Look at Swansea. Swansea has done her odds. They're going into the start of the season two weeks without a manager. Mm. We did that because the booth sodded off. Yeah, it didn't go very well for us, but yeah. we'll see. We'll we'll see how the season kicks off. Um, we'll get straight into it today then. So yeah, yeah. this came out this morning, but it's from the engagement panel back in March. You can tell it's been a slow news week as well with the, with the stuff that's been coming yeah. in, which is interesting because the past few weeks have been uh, quite busy quite... and hectic. Yeah. So the star have reported on this. It's actually from the engagement panel. I think you can read the minutes, but... It's literally come out the morning of this podcast, so I've just taken it from the star. Um, Desh von Chansiri indicates major change in financial direction for Sheffield Wednesday. Speaking to the engagement panel, which is made up of a number of fans from a number of supporter groups, the Thai businessman said he wishes to make the club, quote, self-sustainable. The meeting was held in March with the minutes signed off by all parties and published Friday afternoon. They read in part, quote, DC reiterated that, that cash flow concerns are affecting businesses all over the world, including football clubs and his own businesses. He outlined his intention for Sheffield Wednesday to become self-sustainable. DC said, like most people, he expected the pandemic situation to be over much sooner and did not anticipate the 15 months down the line. Supporters would still be, uh, the, the supporters would still be excluded from games. Sorry. The severe loss of income has led to cash flow issues with revenue streams starved. Um, I thought it was going to say carbon, but yeah, I know. I was, yeah. I was like, starved? But no, it makes sense. It does make sense. Yeah. Uh, back to the quote. DC said he is working as hard as possible to balance financial commitments every day and every month, end quote. Now, last week we were talking about, is there a takeover on the cards for yep. Wednesday with all these things? Um, and we also said we were willing to give Transiri some some time to fix it. If it was doing things, it does. It does seem like the moves are going in there. I do think, though, you go look at the other side of self sustainability. You get the club self sustainable. It's a very sellable at- asset. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the thing. I think it's it's like when you buy a house. That's something where the bit that need fixing on it, and then you repair it, and then you get revalued, and then you put it back on the market. To go, Which I don't really mind. No, actually, to be fair, I he, I can imagine this on. is a lot of stress for him having the club at the minute. I think it's more a case of I was reading between the lines of the, some of the other stuff he was saying, and he was saying stuff like, um, "You can't go for it in the championships. Try and get to the prem without breaking financial fair play with the way financial fair play currently runs. You just can't go for it. Mm. You can't do it." So I think he realizes that in the current situation, he's not going to be able to do it. So yeah. why not? I think his targets are going to be. Get the club back to the championship, make them a self-sustainable outfit, and then sell them. But at I the think same that's going to be the way. With him saying self-sustainable, that also means, in one sense, you have to have turnover of players. So yes. We're having stupid valuations, and it's only stupid in terms of what we priced him at with Josh Windass, because Josh Windass isn't a £5 million player. He is for when he's got the goal, but for anybody else looking, he's not. You also said he didn't have pace, though, so. Do we listen to I your need... authority on that one? 
Well, no, we don't, but people do, so I'm happy. Thank you. Please subscribe. <laughs> uh, but no, we have to also balance the books as well. If a big comes in for a player, we have to think about it. I know we don't have many players as it is, what there is an issue at the minute. But at the same time, he's also got to use that whole thing as to run a football club. It's about selling players and bringing players in. So if a bid came in at 4 million or 3.5, we would have to safely look at it. Because I'm all for him saying, yeah, let's do it this way. And a lot of people have chalked it up to, have, I've seen already, he got no bloody money. He's, his dad cut him off and all this kind of stuff. But I think it's actually a man who's realised that you can't run a football club how he had been doing. And we don't know what Wednesday would have been like if we didn't have the pandemic. No, we don't. And um, we do, the accounts can tell a little bit more towards what it would have been like in the turnover loss and things like that. And it is, it is, a, it is a few million, you know, that mm. we would, uh, would lose over a season. So, because obviously the accounts were from the season before, it was just a couple yeah. of months that we were affected. And there was like a couple of million loss in there. So it would be a fair few million if it was a, a last season we'll have lost over the course of the season with it. So, and the, um, as you can see, the government subsidies were not anywhere near adequate enough to no. keep a, a club that size afloat, which is why the financial fair play needed to kind of go out the window a little bit last season. Otherwise, clubs would have just gone. But then there's again, the you've also got the whole situation where a lot of fans are still not happy with what you hear, what's happened with Derby. The wording from the, the EFL is ridiculous. The fact that they've let them off. Yeah. Um, but and every time it pops up, every time you see it on a Facebook group or Twitter, thing, you add the people list the clubs. So what was the difference with these? What was the difference with these? What was the difference with these? Kind of thing. So I personally think F FFP does work, but it only works if you have a set of rules that you have to stick to it. I lock I don't out, think it works. I just I lock, don't think it works I lock, lock out how many times they change the rules of it, though, to make it work. If they've got a set of rules and it works, brilliant. But the problem is, in football tense, how does that happen? You Look, mate, here's the thing. It's like a lot of rules in life with things they only work if there's no exceptions yeah right and i'm not going to get political on us but we've seen a lot of in this country with covid especially everybody should follow the rules of something but if it actually hits somebody in a higher standing oh it doesn't apply to me there's a new scheme that uh, like just take for example that you know you get oh Everybody needs to self-isolate and do all of this. Oh, yeah. I've been pinged. Oh, no, I don't have to self-isolate. Yeah. There's a new trial that's come out of somewhere. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying in terms of, like, that shows that that doesn't work. If you take that to a football sense, there's now a case of, oh, so we've got these rules for everybody, but we're going to let Derby off here with this, this, yeah. and this. We've got these rules here. This is not EFL, obviously, but we're going to let Man City off here, here, and here, and they're going to just get a little slap on the wrist because they're Man City. If there's exceptions to the rules, if you are part of this elite or you are, you know, you're a certain club, then what is the point when some clubs just have to yeah. put up with it? Like Wednesday got slapped with it. It's the same with the Super League. The fact that they've got this pitiful settlement they've had to do. Yeah. And oh, you're gonna lose hundred million if you ever join it again. Which which they could still do because a hundred million for them the, the Super League will will recoup it. Yeah. You know? Which is the ridiculous side of it all. So I, th I think the scary thing, we haven't heard what the protocol's gonna be for games that get called off due to any COVID situations yet. 
and I just don't want them to go, well, you were meant to do this, so we're going to take points off. I've read a couple of things where they say, well, if you have to do it, we'll have to take points off your foot. I'm like, how did that fare? The EFL, how it's run, just done my head in. It really does. Yeah. It, um, I'm just glad we don't have to deal with salary caps and anything like that, but I don't mm. think we'd be t- in too much trouble this season because we seem to be I doing the right do, kind of business. We're being sensible. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely are. Um, and another sign of sensibility and self-sustainability here is um, Alan Nixon's been tweeting about Joe Wildsmith is the one is one of the players that Wednesday willing to let go to bring in another keeper. Now Darren Moore's also spoke this week about the intention to bring in another goalkeeper, and he wants yeah. to. And obviously, we spoke about it with uh, Bailey Peacock Farrell last week. Things like that. We are being linked with goalkeepers now. I think we might have said this last week. If we didn't say it last week, I said it on Twitter. But we did on the Talking Wed Twitter at Talking Wed. Go follow it. They we did hear um, right at the end of the season that there was a couple of players yeah. that were told. I think we've said this on the podcast. As yeah, well, we have. But there's a couple of players that could be told they were, could be let go. Um, and Wildsmith for me was one of them. I mean, yeah. we did hear who one of them was. Yep. And I think we said that on the podcast as well, but I can't, it's too early in the morning for me yeah. to beat around the bus. <laughs> so, um, Joe Wildsmith, I, when I, when I looked at it, he wasn't one we were told to do, but we had got told, we, it was hinted it, that if Wildsmith it, if could if be one of them. If I remember correctly, we were like, we're going to let a keeper go. And we were both like, well, how are we going to do that? If what, if Westwood isn't going to sign, then yeah. you're going to leave us with one keeper. Yeah. And out of the two, Wildsmith is the one you can let go because he hasn't got the longer contract. Yeah, we were, also, we, yeah, we were basically, we were basically, it was basically hinted to us that we, we that were going to let go either Wildsmith or Dawson. And if you look at it on paper, there's no, there's no contractual reasons to get rid of Dawson because they give him, because Joss gave him a stupid deal. Yeah, was it a four year deal or something? Daft? Yeah, and don't get me wrong, I also want to say this now, like. It must seem that because they've not been in the best form and they're making mistakes, it's very difficult for me to slate fellow Wednesdayites, right? In terms of when they're trying their best for the club, because that's what they're doing. You know, they're not like those corners of the Wednesday Twitter that are just moaning for the sake of moaning. Those sort of Wednesday. These are Wednesday fans who are trying to give their all for the club. They're just not. They're not that level yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's difficult for me to sit there and be like, oh yeah, Mm. but. I also think the issue you've also got is when you look at, I made a video on this and I kind of said about it. And if you look at what their loan periods away from the club, no one's really had a period where they played a lot of games. Mm. No one's had, if you're a goalkeeper, you were expecting to play week in, week out. You're not meant to be on the bench. And only since Joss has Dawson had a big run of games. But let's be fair, he had a very bad defense in front of him. But then when Wildsmith came in, a similar situation, but he had a little bit better defence. But they've both got qualities that are great, but we need to mould it into one keeper. We do. That's, <laughs> that that's the truth. That is, that is the truth, and it makes sense. Well, actually, technically, you look at the contract, and I understand because Dawson won't want to go, which is mm. why you can't really get rid of him. But it would make more sense to sell Dawson. Nobody's going to sell Dawson because uh, I think he's on decent wages as well, mm. right? So nobody's, yeah, we'd be like, oh, get him off the wage bill. But we've kind of trapped ourselves into a corner there because people, 
we 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 always think that you can just sell players if you don't want them, sell them. But somebody's got to want to buy them, buy them. and then somebody's it, got to be able to pick up their wages yeah. to a pl- to an acceptable level for the player, and that gets overlooked a lot of the time. And it's similar to when people say DC needs to sell. It's mm-hmm. the same thing. Somebody must need to buy the club and take yeah. on whatever the situation is. I think it it the it's always been the position goalkeepers at Wednesday where we're never really good at bringing in the next lot of goalkeepers. We keep keepers till they either tail end of the career or they go like Lee Grant did because we needed the money. We've never been able to keep keepers properly and have the next one ready to go. We've always mm-hmm. had this. We every time it goes back to say we now need a regular thirteen keeper because the ones we've got are not good, quite good enough. It happened in the past when we had Richard O'Donnell and Co, where they were ready to step up, but they never did. So they had to go out and go out and play more football, kind of thing. Yeah. So no, I, uh, I think it's, it's probably right that one of them moves on. Yeah. And funnily enough, a couple of seasons ago, I actually thought Wildsmith was the better prospect. Yeah, same. I preferred his style of keeping. Yeah. Um, but I do think. If you look at um, Dawson's vocal ability, he's, he's more vocal. Yeah. But they are both not the loudest of keepers. They just, they hung around with Westwood for so long, I was like, just do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, do that. But well, um, they hung around with Westwood and they got taught by Andy Rhodes and Andy Rhodes was not a quiet man. I, you... I do think, do you remember when Bannon turned around and when yes. and screamed at Joe? <laughs> at QPR. Season, right? I think... I think that might be a part of it. If the team know that there's issues in the keepers, yeah. you've got to do something about it, right? Because they can all be mates, but you've got to look like you're working to fix the issue, right? And I'm not saying, and I really hope, I actually really hope that at least one of these lads can kick on and, and, and do something, you know, either, either for us in a, few, in a few years, if one of them is sticking around. Else. Or someone else, because I do wish them the best. They've been at the club for a long time, you yeah. know. I think but both it's... have been at the club for like seven or 12, respectively. And keepers can sort of just become... They get better when they know, get older. Yeah, they can They can become really good when they hit yeah. like 27, and they're, and they're both coming up to that, I think. They're both sort yeah, of coming up to... Yeah, 26, 25, I think, respectively. Yeah, and that's so... the annoy- I think that's the annoying thing when people talk about it, when they go, they're still young keepers. In terms of football players, they're not young. But in terms of keepers, they're very young. That's the difference. Well, they're not very young, but they, no, they, in are, terms they, of are, they are coming to, they the are coming to a point where now... They should be at the, getting close to it. They should For League One, right, the levels of mistakes we've seen in pre-season, they shouldn't be happening at this age. No. Right? So what needs to happen is... I... I think the best course of action, they need first team football, but we can't risk it. Yeah. So if we sell one of them, the one that stays should go on loan and we should bring, I think we should bring in a loan keeper and a new permanent keeper. I I think that probably could happen, but I could also see us bringing in a loan keeper and then putting uh, Josh Render on the bench as well. But this is the thing. All that, that would be fine too. Yeah. If we brought in a permanent keeper, and put Render on the bench, I'm not too fussed with that. Yeah. Because also, if you've got a recall clause in, like, if we say we, we loan Dawson out, 
if um, he actually starts doing well at the club he, go, he, he goes back. to, and we and we have a and we have a keeper issue, and Renders goes in and it can't cut it, you recall Dawson. There's options to do it, and I think I'm willing to give. I, I'm always willing to give him another chance. Yeah. Just and obviously we're just talking on the internet, obviously, but like <laughs> just. If one of them's got to go, one of them's got to go. Hopefully yeah. they have a successful move and they have a good goalkeeping career. But it's it's obvious that one of at least one of them stay in. So I think a loan moves, they've got to go on loan. They've got to yeah. go and get first team football, show they can do it at something. I think the only Take issue the pressure for both away them, from Hillsborough. I think the only issue for both of them is that they're both coming off very long-term injuries. That doesn't help. Like, while they've only properly came back after the when the pandemic started, when we started games again, but then he got re-injured and Dawson had that long injury. But this is the thing. It goes back to them needing to play week in, week out. And I don't think we can offer them that this year. I know Moore said it between the two keepers to battle it out. And I also think there's a little bit too matey-matey with them for them to battle it out. So I think having someone in there to go, right, I'm going to get in between the pair with you. And I'm going to take that number one shirt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, I get, I get you, but um, we'll see how that one develops. I just, I, the, the season's coming, yeah, you know, thick and fast. Um, and I'd want a keeper with a bit more experience that I can rely on, yeah, in the sticks when it comes in there, because the preseason's not filled me with confidence in our goalkeeping positions, and I wasn't confident all last season anyway. So yeah. we need to sort that. Right, moving on to Julian Burner now. This is weird because there's a couple of conflicting stories this week. Yeah. There's some stories saying that the Hanover 96 are holding out for uh, the FA to see if they can basically rob him on a free, right? Because of the unpaid yep. wages thing. That but there's the also, it's also, week. yeah, and but it's also, and now it, it's been reported yeah. that there's been a fee agreed, sort of six figure fee in it. So it's not. Yeah. Loads of money, but we got him for free. It's, so it's better than nothing than yeah. letting him go out on a free. It's it's a weird one because he obviously, he obviously wants to go back home to Germany. Yeah, this is this is pretty much it. And I understand the other club trying to find a way of not paying it, but we paid his wages now. He'd been paid up. He paid it. Got his remains. Yeah, he can't. He can't leave. He can't leave. He's had he had that period where he could do, and now that's gone. Now if, if DC managed to get a fee for him and get it all sorted. Brilliant. Let's get it over the line. Thank you for your service. Good luck in Germany. Because... And I will say he's a player that we should... Because I've seen... And obviously I might be on the minority of this because a lot of fans like to select players who want to leave and stuff. But I will say, Berner up until this point has been a very good professional. All yes. of a sudden we're starting to talk like he's been crap all his time here. Remember that first season when he came he in for Michael superb. Hector? Yeah. And we thought like, oh, we didn't need Hector. Yeah. Because he's come in and he's filled filled the gap perfectly. So we've got we can't have two short memories in terms of football. I, he was one player I will wish well when it when he goes, but I think Chance is doing the bits again. Sell the money, yeah. get him, and this is what we need to do. You know, get make some money on the players. And I think it's very hard to judge him on last season because the team in a whole were just bad. There yeah. were not many standout people in that. And there were times last season where you saw him get caught out. But he was also another keeper, uh, keeper, another player that also didn't play week in, week out because it's, it's a very difficult one. I think defensively we're looking a lot better now 
So we can afford to lose lose him and let him go. But again, it goes back to Chante finally realising we can't just keep letting players go for nothing. And he, he won't be on that much wages, I don't think, but hopefully we can get this done and just wish him all the best. Yeah, um, it'd be a good bit of business for the player and for the club. So that's the that's the best kind of thing you can hope for in these situations. One thing we don't want is yes. this next one. So we sp- spoke about it briefly when the murmurs started, but we'll talk about it in a little bit more detail now. I still don't think it'll happen. I, and I really I also, don't... I've also got it confirmed on one bit on here as well. Okay, I'm not reading the whole thing because I don't know where you've taken this from. So um, I'm actually going to go from my source that I've pulled in here, which was Sky Sports. So um, Sky Sports have been talking about Bannon with Brentford and Swansea emerging as the front runners to sign him. Okay. Now, there's talks from all sorts of corners talking about would we let him leave if a million pounds comes in, all of that sort of thing. Will he still be here at the start of the season? Now, the worrying thing is with Brentford, Brentford have been interested before. That yeah. could be just sort of like plucking it out of, oh, well, Brentford have always been interested, they've always fancied him. We're going to lose him if Brentford come in for him. Yeah, definitely. Swansea, it's I'm not so worried about. It, the whole thing is, I've had it confirmed that there is no relief clause in his contract. So people don't understand where that's coming from, from Guy Fawkes saying there's a million pound relief clause. There is, yeah. no, there is no relief clause in his contract. Uh, Swansea doesn't bother, but that, it, that pulled the Premiership that bothered me. But Premier at the same time, Premier League, yep. I'm always going to get that wrong, aren't I? Um, but it, that last chance of him going to play in the Premiership and being able to do it. I just said it again. Premier League. I'm at an era. Um, but it is that pull and the last chance saloon kind of thing. But I think for what they can bend, I think they could probably get someone younger than Bannon. Do you want to get relegated with Brentford? Or do you want to get Wednesday promoted? Probably relegated with Brentford during the Premier League. Um, but it's there's also a chance that Brentford do the right thing and stay up. The only reason I'm saying that is because there's so much competition in that league, yeah. um, and they do moneyball it, don't they? Yeah. So they're gonna have to they're gonna have to do very well to stay up. But to to be fair to Bannon, he wouldn't have signed a contract when he did with the position we were in, because it was when we signed it we were looking pretty much down. Unless he was given assurances. Gentlemen's agreement, yeah. things like that. Doesn't sound like it though. He seems like he's being the pro and getting things done and stuff. So we'll see. I will this, say when our kits came could, out, people were like, "Why is he not in them?" He's never done what. Them. Yeah, that's what I thought. He's never done them. He's never done the promos. It's always been Palm. Palm has always been the person that's done most of them. It, yeah, Palmer, West was it, West was done some for the goalkeepers. Uh, Dawson's always been in them. Hutch, Fortieri. Fletcher did it. Fletcher did it one year. Yeah, Bannon's never really done the kits, so no. I don't. I don't kind of get that one. Um, it it doesn't scream he's off for me. That just says he's just not the one they want in front of the camera for the kits. Yeah, I I'm glad that there's no release clause in there. That's a big thing. So if Sky have been reporting that there's a one million pound release clause. The fact that there's not in there. You want Barry Bannon from us in our situation. He's at least a three and a half, four million pound player. Yeah. I don't care if he's 31, right? He's potentially another one that you price at five million. Yeah. Because if I look at the players in our team, 
for me, if I were, if we're rating Josh Windass at five million, Barry Bannon's twelve million. Yeah, I get because what you, mean. you and I know that might seem a bit weird because obviously Barry Bannon, thirty-one year old playing in League One, he's not going to go for twelve million. But if we're valuing Windass at five, Bannon's proven for Wednesday, right? He's he's ridiculous, and he's one player that I never think has a bad game. You know, he always he can be quieter, but I always think he's at least a seven out of ten. Yeah, that dig your head in that, don't it? When you hear he had a bad game, I just if anybody watched all the games last season, like even in a relegation season, Bannon was the only player that could have kept us up, and he nearly did. You know, he ne- he nearly, you the, know, got us the across the line. The only thing that someone mentioned in my comment section was the fact that we need to stop having Bannon, Barry Bannon as the outlet because teams seem to work it's that out. It's a valid out. point. They seem to work out that he's the outlet, so they crowd him, so we lose out momentum going forward but it would be a loss if we lost it the only the, the worrying thing about this i think they could go till end of transfer deadline day and leave her with no opportunity to replace him well the thing i'm if thinking about it. it is um bannon you talk about him being the outlet right if he is sort of the outlet then Darren Moore needs to come in and realize that and make him and put a plan B in place as well. Yeah. So we know that we've got, yes, Bannon is our, our outlet in the midfield. He wants to make things happen. He wants to always be involved and on the ball, but it's the manager's responsibility to then take ownership of situations. If that's not working and they're shutting us down and they've targeted Bannon to change it around, shift the emphasis. And that's the thing that is for me, that's bad management rather than a player wanting to do it all right. Because you've, you've got to be able to manage your players. It happens with, you know, it's, you've got it big did. stars in big teams like Ronaldo and stuff. You want the ball to go through them all the time. But if you look, they, the biggest teams that have had those stars in, it's not always just get the ball to him, yeah. right? It's yes, get the ball to him if he's there. But if things aren't going right, we Find need to, we need to have a different te- a, a different outlet and a different team shape because everybody's going to go for him anyway. Yeah. So we need to have a plan B. This is the only issue with more that I had from Doncaster Rover fans. They said he didn't have a plan B at times, and that worried me a little bit. But different team, different scenario. You never know. He might have learned from that and have something in place. But it. It'll be interesting to see what happened. I just don't want this to rumble on till the end of the transfer window. And then transfer deadline day, we're like, right, Barry Bannon's gone. Oh, hang on. That would be the worst possible thing that could happen. Yeah. Because for me, you don't, we don't have that creative midfielder like Bannon if he goes. It also goes, but it also talks about with start of the show with the sustainability. It would go in line with what Chancery wants to do as well. Right, this 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 sort of hurts to say, but yes, Chancery, if in our current situation, a thirty-one-year-old, if somebody comes in with four or five million, you you sell him, yeah. Pretty and much. that's that's really hard to say, but we've just been relegated and we need to balance the books. Do you say we get promoted without Barry Bannon? Be tough. I'd still probably say we can do it. Mm. but you've got to then weigh that four or five million up with we the more assurance that we're going to get promoted with Barry Bannon in our side. Yeah. Right? So where do you want to sit on that? I don't... We don't need to get rid of him. No. Right? He's the captain. 
it would upset it would it would upset the dynamic of the team too much. Just you know what? If he's going into the last season of his contract, even if we get promoted and people are interested, then fine. Yeah. Okay. But because probably actually it's I think so, when we get to the championship we'll need reset mark too. Yeah. I think when we if we get back to the championship at the first time we're asking, oh, we're God, gonna yeah. need another little reset. We're gonna need to bring in experienced players that are it's going to we be. Need, we need to reset so we don't do, and this is no disrespect to Rotherham, but Rotherham do it every time. They get promoted, they get relegated, they get the promotion, they get re- they turn into that yo-yo club. They've never been able to have it that they're just there. Yeah, and we don't it's worth get mentioning without way. our points deduction, we wouldn't have got relegated as well. Yeah, so technically. True. Even though we are a bad championship side and we were at the lower end of the <laughs> championship, technically on form, we are, we were still a championship side last season. Yeah. The points deduction took us down. So we should be we should be a, that and you can have blips in the championship by the way. Oh, you yeah. can have one bad season and fix it the next season. Unfortunately, we had two. But like you can and that that's, that does start to show a pattern, but you can fix it and you can end up challenging the next season. Look at what happened with our takeover, right? Like, and stuff like yeah. that, or even under Stuart Gray, like we turned things around quite quickly and ended yeah, up started shooting, shooting back up. And the couple of seasons, even the season before that, we were in a relegation battle. Things can change. Look at Barnsley last season. Was that way? Yeah. You know, and I think Barnsley are going to crumble this season personally. And I, I, and obviously Wednesday played them, by the way, in, in, in Got pre-season. a bit meaty as well, by the time Yeah, it was just, it was just a, um, a typical, South legs, York, apparently. a typical South Yorkshire derby, like went a bit flying. Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, I don't think ba- Bannon. You know, it's let's bad go when back Bannon's, to Bannon. Bannon's shouts during that one. It's a being friendly. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You don't want to get injured in preseason, but Bannon and you I don't think, want to lose that passion. No, you don't. Bannon's 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 staying. Yeah, because nobody's going to pay. Board. Nobody's going to pay Church Series valuation of him. No, and if they do. Cool. Fair play yeah. to Chancery for getting the money for him. Yeah, exactly. Moving on to... Right, so I'm wondering this. I saw this I've sort of brought this, and I put it on Twitter, because Shadipo injured, Lord, I trust you know, because, uh, Lord, I trust you because I know your plan is better than mine, with sort of the praying emoji. Take of take of the side effect that for some reason we've become the God Squad. Um <laughs> like uh it's it does suggest that there's been a bit of a thing in here, and usually when footballers tweet something like this and they are there's religious an there's an injury there. And mm. uh And I and didn't see him on the latest training video thing we put out. And they haven't spoken I, to more since this tweet. No. So I reckon Warrior. that Shadipo could have picked up an injury. It's in... just that section of the pitch. At, there is literally a section of the pitch at the Wednesday training ground that players have been told in a bath, don't go near. <laughs> I'm not I even will, kidding. I will say that hopefully, and I know this, is, this sounds quite bad to a player, because hopefully I hope it's not a big one. But if it is a big one, I seriously hope we've got loan termination with our financial situation. Oh, God, yeah. Because I want this player to have a just, just say it's a couple of months, cool, get fit, come back in the side, you know, you're you a Wednesday player. You I think it's a great, season. I think it's a great signing for us. Yeah, it is. But 
what we can't have is a player that's out for six, seven months that we're paying the wages for. Because yeah. we've done that with Jack Marriott. Yeah. Financially, we're not in that situation to be able to do that. So yeah. I hope he's all right. I hope this is just one of those. He's had something. I don't know. He's a niggle. He, he, I don't know. He he went. He, his favorite takeaway didn't have his food. So he's like, you know what? The Lord's <laughs> testing me. Yeah. He's, and, but I know his plan is better than mine. I can't have my favorite takeaway or whatever <laughs> it is. And hopefully it's something that trivial. But um, yeah, it is interesting how many religious players we've got in our in our yeah. squad now, very and very so. openly religious. It's, yes. It's nice, actually. It's nice to have that diversity. It is nice to have the diversity, yeah. But uh, are you a man of the cloth? Man of the faith? I I grew up in it. I am not now. No, I'm not a man of faith myself. But I do know we've got um, people of faith who listen to this. So I'm respectful to, to everybody's views. As long as people base their ideology and life in common sense above all else... You can have beliefs of what you want, really. Yep. Um, right, so we've got a couple of trialists with us at the minute. Uh, there's Sylvester Jasper yeah. and Tarek Awakwe. Um, they're on trial with us. Can you say that again? <laughs> I don't know if I'm saying it right. Awakwe? Awakwe? Awakwe. Oh, you're just going to get known as oh. T-U to me. <laughs> if we tell you. Um, so Jasper, uh, he plays for Fulham. He's 19. He's a striker. We need one of them mm. uh, with, with Windass injured, which we'll talk about a little later on. Um, he's only made two appearances for Fulham, but he signed his first professional contract last year. So this could be a case of they're either they're giving up on him and they're releasing him, or it could be a trial for loan. Yeah. Which I have heard of him when he, was, when he first like, got on the scene at Fulham and he was really good. But it seemed to have dropped. But I don't know if it's going back to that whole thing of he'd been playing kids at his own age and he'd get out and get hit a bit and beef up a bit, if you know what I mean. Yeah, Jake, are you buzzing for any particular reason? Or is it I'm my not, headphones? I'm not buzzing on my end. Okay, cool. It's fine. I'll just put up with the fact that you're a robot in my ear. Um, okay. So, yeah, we need a forward. If he's going to, I can't really say. We can't, we're not going to pretend we know loads about trialists like some do because uh, we don't. Uh, however, this kid, Awakwe, I could technically be the 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 knowledge house on him because have you I signed him on FIFA? Football manager, thank you very oh, much. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Oh, you went you went to the classy one this time. I I nurtured this lad's career on <laughs> earlier in in the season before, and I just found I was like I know that name, and that's because when I was doing a a, a modded save, I had him on my Workshop Town career. When Worksop yep. Town were in the, I'd got him to the National League. And when we got to league football, he was part of my National League promotion side. And he stayed with us when we were in League Two for a couple of seasons as well. So, yeah. Fair enough. yeah um, <laughs> you needed to know all that. But yeah, he's 21. He's a midfielder that plays for Chelsea. He made no appearances for Chelsea so far. He's made none. But he was on loan at Accrington Stanley last season. Where's Accrington Stanley? Uh, who, who are they? they? <laughs> um, Every time I hear it, I'm the same. Every time I hear it, that advert pops in my head. And uh, For anyone may... younger, just Google it. 
making 15 appearances and scoring one goal. So he scored a goal from the midfield, apparently in like a against Leeds under 21s last season, he scored a hat trick mm. or something like that from midfield. I read that as well. But we, if we talk about creative midfielders, potentially like we've got one there. One. Yeah. And it's all about getting squad depth now as well, because there isn't yeah. much, because we are lacking in players. I think the decision would be made on these two boys by the time you're watching this podcast yeah. if the friendly hadn't been cancelled. So we're probably gonna it's probably gonna be a few more days before yeah. we know more about that. Um, but one thing we do know about players coming back: Jack Hunt has come back uh, yeah. to Sheffield Wednesday. It's almost as if didn't I say that I could see this coming a mile off? Like, you need to put something in the podcast and do like ago. dream. <laughs> well, I just said I said. I said at the time, I think it'd be a good option and he's been released and I could see it would be the typical Wednesday thing to, to bring a player back. You mean you know? like Sam Hutchinson last season? That's exactly what we said. That's yeah. exactly what we said hey, it'd be like. Hey, we know, what, we know what he can do and also we know what he can't do. Defensively, he can sometimes be lacking. We know that. But going forward is where he's key. Mm-hmm. That attacking, like, Right back, left back, depends. The only worry I've got now, what does this mean for Palmer? We'll talk about that in a second. I just want to get, I just want to narrow down um, when are Wednesday going to put me on the payroll? How much <laughs> am I going to get? They're taking the mick now, right? We're constantly getting linked with players that we've said on here. I he said we're going to bring Jack Hunt back. We've actually done this. I want, yeah. Please, bank transfer will be fine. Thank you. Look, right, but yeah, no. You said, you said at the start of the show the sustainability issues. You're not there yet. I'm not using you. I won't be that expensive. (laughs) I won't be that expensive. I'll be nice. But anyway. What is it? Throw me both kits in a season ticket and I'm fine. Um, No, I want a bit more than that. (laughs) I want a bit more than that. Um, So, Jack Hunt, I get what you're saying. This is, that was my first thought. When he came back, I was like, ah, but we've just signed a left back in Jaden Brown. And we've got Liam Palmer, and I don't recall Jack Hunt playing on the left very well. No. He is a right back, as in right back, right back, but because Liam Palmer... Can play everywhere. I remember back then they just shifted him to left back, but we've seen this season that his crosses are most effective from the right. Yeah. And I'm just like... It's going to please the old men that are all like, oh, Liam Palmer's been crap for ages. I've not actually... Well, when did you actually go and watch a game? Oh, well, it was 1993. Right, okay. Um, (laughs) He was about two. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But Palmer this season has been one one of our best players, if not our best. The only thing I can think of this is squad depth and experience. Because we've got a lot of young... I think you're going to see a lot of... Young and old players mixing together had that variant base kind of thing because we need it. I'm just really concerned because look at the look at that cross from the right in the Celtic match from Palmer. It it was quality, and just the fact that he can whip it in from the right now. I'm worried he won't be able to do that on the left, and I feel like we're going to be handicapping a player because we've brought another player. Don't get me wrong, Jack Hunt's a great bit of business, by the way. Selling him yeah, for like nearly two million and then, and then signing him again on a free. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously if we sign him, it means he's on he's on he's taking he's probably taking a big wage cut. Yeah. And his, inter- his interview was interesting. Did you hear his interview? 
So I heard, he be- I heard that it's an option deal in there. He, he got he no. got a he got a year now and then there's a year after. And he said it was more about footballing uh situations than it was about placement of where it was. But he said that was just a happy coincidence of that it's Sheffield Wednesday. I've been here already and I'm a Yorkshire lad. So it all rolled into one. And it's actually, when you think about it, this is actually very quick business for us again. We're doing quite well at getting the players who we're targeting. And it's not being like left in the Twitter sphere to go, oh, we aren't, we aren't, we aren't. We're going, right, we've got him. We want him. It's done. Like I sent you a message midweek saying he's at the training ground. Yeah. He's having a tour. He's at the training ground. And like, this is happening. So get yeah. ready. And the fact that it got all got done and the only reason it got delayed for his medical with the whole COVID situation, that was it. This is a cracking bit of business. I understand people's why we're still signing players who were with that before. We know he was rubbish beforehand and he wasn't rubbish beforehand. We just needed money. He had got bit where one-on-ones are pretty poor. He, he's, he gets beat quite often, but when he gets beat, but once he gets the ball to him, he can go. We all remember that cross for Sammy Winnell. That, was it Sammy Winnell? I think it was Sammy Winnell. I can't remember it. It was when Sam Winnell scored his first goal. And he just put an amazing cross in. Do we all remember that? Well, I do. <laughs> um, I mean, I've, we know, I've we know we, since then. We know we, can, we know we can whip a ball in. I mean, I'm know, don't, I, I, don't, I don't go to bed with, with memories no, fresh in it, my mind it, of fair, Sam Winnell goals for Sheffield it, Wednesday. They were the few and far between. Um, uh, it popped up on Twitter recently. Um, okay. But the, the whole situation with the whole Palmer situation, well, I, I had the funny feeling that have Palmer benefited by being in that Scotland squad at times with the players who were in there, learning and seeing. I thought that. As, I've, uh, I've, said, I've said that stuff. with Roberts, Robertson, not Robinson. That's not me, Rob- Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, not, it's not fruit and barley. Right. Uh, he was... Uh, I said that the way he he looks to switch the play now is exactly what Liverpool do. Mm. The fullbacks for Liverpool, if you've ever watched them, they will they will run like a lot of fullbacks. They'll just run down the line and cross it, yeah. right? Or they'll run back, cut in, and try and pass it off. What the fullbacks for Liverpool and Klopp style is you you take you drag the ball out of the defence, and then you look like you're going one way. And then you've actually seen that there's a comp- somebody's left the other fullback or yeah. the other winger completely free because everybody's moved. Half of the team have moved down the right, actually. There's only a couple of players left on the left, but look at all that space. They ping the cross and they find the space and they switch the play and all of a sudden the whole defence for the other team's got a reset yeah. and that's how you get back in while the other side... And they literally do that. They'll go from right to left, right to left. And With with crosser, would you like to see him have a go at corners this year? I mean, he's, he's got completely. some good cross. Yeah, well, if you the, the problem is, though, if you take Bannon off him, is he going to get on an header? No, you put him out. You put him outside. You put him on the edge of the box. Yeah, for me, you put him on the edge of the box. Yeah. So, yeah, I would. I would probably. To be fair, if anyone gets a header uh, with Bannon heading it, you've got to think what your defence has done wrong. You've got to jump very high to get that ball. <laughs> but no then again, do you rely on Liam Palmer to be back if we get countered? Mm, yeah. From a corner. Yeah, true. It's a tough one, isn't it? Because that's where we need to massively improve the set pieces. Yeah. If you've got... 
if you keep someone like Luongo hanging off the edge of the box so he can cover mm. and get back or or something, if you're going to put Palmer on corners, you've I just got to think about the counter I got him. Yeah. Every time I see, I see a picture of him or something mentioned there, oh, yeah, he still went really yeah. bad. Yeah, I know. But, yeah, Jack Hunt, it'll be interesting to see how he fits in. I know how it's going to happen. He's going to put Palmer at left back. Yeah. I don't want that, but it's going to happen. You can say it a mile away, can't you? Yeah. Um, okay, so moving on from that, there could be a big blow for Wednesday and Windass. It's pretty much, <sighs> apparently it's been reported that he's going to be out for a couple of weeks. Yeah. At least he's at the start of the, the season. season. He's going to miss the start of the season. Who's up front? Patterson. That it? And Patterson's Hagen. a right back. Or Hagen. <laughs> and we don't need him. We don't, we don't, he's not going to play as a right back, though, is no. he? Let's be honest, because he's just been signed as a... We've just signed Jack Hunt, but like... So Charles Hagen. There's Patterson, if you put him there. Uh, that's it. We don't have any strikers. This is trouble. a worry. Yeah. Where are our goals going to come from if he's out for a bit? Or... If the worst happened, he did get to go. I know we are looking at strikers and we are looking to try and get them in. The problem is strikers have probably only come in. I will say the transfer window. I will say I know. Um, I know Joe Cram from the Stars been saying we need a striker more than we need a goalkeeper. I differ from that because he's like he's like we because because of the wind thing we need a striker. It's more prevalent. I actually think that. We can build on a better defensive you can, you can base. Find, you can find goals from your wingers and things like that. But the season's gone if we don't get a keeper that can command his back line and we concede a crap ton at the start of the season and we, we end up having a shaky defence and we've got that mentality for the rest of the season. We've just been relegated. For me, you've got to get your defence solid first. Yeah. Right? Yes, the striker is equally the thing, but I actually... Saying that the striker's more important for me is... is it, I just it, think the keeper it, it, is the most important position it, for me. If what they always say, defensive win championships or tournaments. Yes. They always do. And you can see that from the England side, we were getting to the final. It was a very yeah. solid defence. I personally, I'm on the same as you. We need to sort the keeper situation out. The problem with both the keeper and the striker situation in terms of bringing players in, premiership teams are going to lead them to laugh until they've got their business in and who they can know to go out. And that's yeah. an issue for us. If we're already into the middle of August and we're not started well due to A, not finding goals and B, letting goals in, that could yeah. be a problem. And I have seen it reported that it could be end, like tail end of the transfer window where we bring strikers in. But Maurice, What's Wickham doing? Uh, nothing. He's a free agent. I mean, he's not going to get picked up, is he? And he loves Wednesday. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to see it because he'd go for fun down here. Yeah, exactly. Let's get the, ba- let's get the bang back together from different <laughs> uh, eras of Wednesday. It, but it, yeah. It's already feeling that way when you look at some of the signing we've made already. It, Wickham's wife's a Wednesdayite. She is. And his kids are Wednesday. Oh, no, I don't know if his kids are powerful. No, his ki- kids are Wednesdayite. So granddad, we need a striker, grand, I think, Connor. I'm pretty sure granddad made that. We need a striker. So if you're a free agent, yeah. you, know where, uh, you know the injury room's lovely. Right, do a so, pay to play, pay to play deal. No, well, no, not even no. Well, to be honest, though, no. I'm you what play. I'm saying is no. What I'm saying is you could actually probably get him to drop down mm. 
if you gave him like a year with an option rather yeah. than a pay-to-play deal. You so can actually get like somebody Hull. of his quality. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yes, we take the risk on him getting injured, but you take him on reduced wages, but you say, no, you've got a contract here. We you always know. take the risk on players who have got injury record. That's nothing new. Exactly. Also, I wasn't having a I wasn't having a pop at the Joe thing earlier, by the way. I was just saying that like he's one of obviously the highest profile Wednesday yeah. journalists talking about it. And obviously one of his opinions that I saw on Twitter come across and get quite a lot of traction was the no, the 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 striker is the most important thing for Wednesday. For me, it, it is the goalkeeper fit. and you build from there. It would fit that whole experience and youth blend if you brought him in. It's just, Let's just start. Let me double check Connor Wickham's still a free agent. I'm sure I read he's a free agent. No. Has he still got another year? No way. Yeah. Has he got a year? Yeah. yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah, in May 2019, Wickham signed a one-year extension to his existing contract, keeping him at Palace till June 2021. That's a... Hang on. No, June 2021. He's... Yeah, no, he's a free agent. Yeah, because he's without a club. Right, there's been a pandemic. My ears are off. <laughs> I did a you. Um, yeah. Working, working with me for so long. Yeah, that's true. But um... what is the record goal-wise? He's not, he didn't do too, to be honest, when he came back to us, he was quite sharp. Mm. We didn't have a great season, but he, kept, he, he was quite sharp for us. Look at all the loans he's had. <laughs> well, he might as well just come to us, right? Yeah, he's been here twice. No, three, it, no, one, two. No, he's been here twice. Huh? I do believe he was on about 40 grand a week. That is the issue. Hmm. Um, so we'll you have need to a see club, what... mate. We've got a spot waiting for you. Yeah, we need someone like <laughs> Wickham in, or do we just need a striker? Yeah, we just need a striker. And we could have had this striker that we talked about Wednesday. We never this linked with him, it was one of the ones we picked one. up. Um, even uh, Owls Analytics actually, who DM'd me yeah. and said, if we ever want to use their stuff, we can use their oh, stuff, did which was kind of, oh, yeah, fantastic. it was nice. His um, stuff is fantastic as well. Yeah, but obviously a couple of weeks before all of that, we talked about Paul Mullin because we pulled him out of our hats as well. Yeah. Um, and it was the... He was the League Two player of the season. Okay, he scored a lot of goals in League Two last season. And... I'm a little bit worried about this, and this is not sour grapes because obviously we weren't actually linked with him. Anybody saying that? Obviously, there was the the fans coming on and go. Actually, they always do it when they start, when when we've linked a player or something. They'll come on the video and go. Actually, no, we signed for this player, and I'm like, look at the timestamp. Oh, look at I'm, when the video yeah, went. They up. know what they're doing though. They're just yeah. like, oh, like there's some sort of banter. Yeah, but, no, we're but, just we're just what making content. What they content, don't like. realize though, with them doing that, that actually helps you. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'll I'll take it. I just I just don't just don't appreciate the uh, the attitude. Um, so Wrexham, who were bought by Ryan Reynolds and another dude I can't remember his name, yeah, um, have signed Paul Mullen. By the way, this is this is National League. No, it's not National League. It's the league below, isn't it? Is it Wrexham? Oh, no. No, no, no. It is National League. It is National League because they got promoted, didn't they? Paul Mullen would have been playing for a League One side. 
Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, I just know they dropped two leagues. So this is National League Wrexham who have signed Paul Mullen on a three-year deal. Now, the worrying thing here, and people have linked it to the Adam Rooney thing that went from the SPL to Salford, Salford. and things like that, right? But the worrying thing here <laughs> for me is this is League Two's player of the season sort of thing, and he's gone. But there's a lot of Cambridge fans who are like, what the hell? Yeah. They're, they're yeah. like, well, he's obviously gone for the money then. Yeah. He's a free agent, obviously, but he's gone. He's literally gone to a club for the money. Now, I'm not having a pop. I'm going to sound like I'm having a pop, right? Yeah. But if Wrexham do the money club thing and they come up through the leagues and they become another club the size of Swansea or Cardiff, yeah, and we get another Welsh club coming through, four's your limit. You get four... <laughs> Sod off and go back to go back to a Welsh league. <laughs> oh, that could have put a cap on the pigeons. Right, but I'm just saying, man, it's the Eng- yeah. it's the English league. We've not got the Scottish teams in here. How's that fair? Yeah, I know what you're saying. If more and more Welsh teams come up through the leagues and take place here, I don't think they should be in have it anyway. Have you seen their sponsors for this season? TikTok is on the front of the shirts yeah. and Ryan Reynolds' old gin company because he sold the gin company for $610 million. Don't get me wrong. I've actually got nothing against Wrexham. They're going to be the team that I play on Football Manager next year just for the laugh, right? Yeah. Just because of the situation of it and having Ryan Reynolds as the chairman. That's going to be quite funny. But what are you going to reply back? Go, Please go work on Deadpool 4. Leave me yeah. alone. <laughs> Three in it. Yeah, but by the time you've done it and he'll still be yeah. over. Good point. So So I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. And I but I do think that like if they become bigger clubs, like Wrexham becomes a big club big club like the Swansea and Cardiff size. Yeah. And there is another Welsh club that comes and does the same thing because there's a Wait, there's the a Newport. few more. There's Newport New, Newport, yeah. Yeah. If Newport in like did Yeah, exactly. There's enough teams there if you put the other Welsh teams in to make quite a competitive league between them it just go back to being in the Welsh league because because in my opinion if that's the case it should be a British league and we should have Celtic I've got nothing against that by the way if you yeah. want to do it that way bring Celtic and Rangers and bring the Scottish teams in but at the minute we've got these Welsh teams in that it it doesn't sit right with me and I've not got anything wrong I've not got anything against them I just think that it should be it doesn't make sense that the Welsh teams are in it and the Scottish teams aren't in it if you get me that's never made sense to me for me it should be it's the English Premier League and it's the English Football League so it should be the English teams and Scotland have got the Scottish Premier League and Welsh I think it's because the Wales they've not have they not got or is it Northern Ireland that have not got a professional league I think Wales Uh, have got a professional league Wales have got a league yeah it's the Cymru League or something isn't it it's the I can't say I'm just butchering this now by the way Uh, yeah Premiership standings yeah so it's the 12 it's the Premier yeah so how many teams are in it 12 Yes. Let's have a look at the teams that are in it. So, good luck saying these. Yeah. So they've got. Oh no, that's the. I can't. I can't find the actual list of teams for some reason. I can find like the teams that have done well over time. Hiccups. 
I literally just put Welsh league table. That would help. <laughs> I would. Uh, I noticed you're not offering to read the names out. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only, Aber- I can. I can do Barry. You, you looked at the first one and you were <laughs> yeah. like, "Oh right." I so Aberystwyth, Aber- <laughs> um, Town, Barry, Canafton uh, Town, Cardiff Met. Oh God. I hate these Welsh words, these types. The <laughs> Kevin Druids, Connors Quay, Flint Town Uni. Um, what? Yes, what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Haverford West County. Sorry, it just wouldn't load the full thing. Newtown, Penny Bond, and the New Saints. Whack, Newport, Wrexham, Cardiff, Swansea in there. You got your league. If the Scottish League is going to have... Celtic Rangers and then all the other teams, like you've got Hibs, you've got your... Because I'd say you've got your more competitive... Hibs are becoming quite competitive, yeah. you know. Aberdeen um, have become quite competitive over the couple of years. Exactly. If you've got four or five... Comp- uh, three, Even three or four of the bigger clubs in there, you make a more competitive, entertaining league. Do it that way rather than another club being bought and coming into our system and, and, and upsetting the, the league structure even more because there's a lot of clubs in the English non-league. A lot of them. Yes, there is. And a it's making... And I'm not saying it's because that... I'd say the same thing... To be fair, I'd a couple s- of seasons ago, I nearly went and just started supporting uh, non-league because I was really starting to fall out of love with football in general at this level because it wasn't feeling community-based. Kind no, of it, it was feeling less and less, but recently the love for it had come back. Mainly doing the channel, mainly doing the podcast, but mainly interacting more with fans. It feels more community based, even if it's not from the club. They're trying, <laughs> they're really trying. But I think for a lot of clubs where it comes to like the non league days, where a lot of Wednesday nights would go, we're not going to add that this year because we're going to be playing sadly. No, that's true. That's true. We're not going to have any of that. So, we'll we'll see. We'll see what we'll see what happens this season. But yeah, Wrexham three year deal. Though, we should be us. careful when players want to come and throw money at that. Uh, yeah. When owners want to come and throw money at that, because you can do it there. And yeah, I know a lot of people use the Salford example. I kind of like the way Salford's run in a weird way, and I guess I won't have as much of an issue if the 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 they put the same sort of money into the area, but. Mm. But Salford are very much thinking about their community as yeah. well. They've had issues with the ground, which was a, against the community and stuff. But they do think about the the bringing the footballers up through there and stuff and making it. Manchester didn't really need that in fairness, but I no. do. I don't know. No, I do. I, I didn't I, mind I'm, Salford I'm thing too much. I'm just still shocked that Ryan Reynolds owns Wrexham. Right, this is another thing I want to say. This is another example of American ownership coming into the game. Even though it's a, it's a, I think Ryan Reynolds is a dude, right? Yeah. We've got to be careful because Americans don't understand the sport the same way. And that's generalizing. But like, if you look at the Super League, you can still see it. They want to franchise. It's money, money, them. money franchise, right? Yeah. Wrexham, if they just pump the money into it, they ain't going to be Wrexham anymore. They ain't going to be what they were. You know, and that's fine. Mm. Some people will love that and some people will get on the train, but we've got to be careful about American ownership in the game because we've we've learned from the Super League that the majority, the majority, there is some Americans that know what they're talking about with football. Unfortunately, from the comment sections I've seen, not enough. Yeah. So it's a case of 
we need to be careful about American ownership in the sport. Because... Watch out for Deadpool 3 and the Wrexham shirt. That's all I'm going to say. You're going to do it. Of, <laughs> speaking of football shirts, Sheffield Wednesday have released a couple of kits this week. Mm. Now, I like the announcements as well. Very clever. I won't pop them up on screen um, because you can just go on Twitter or anywhere. There's a lovely... There's a lovely couple of shirts out. They use the band The Sherlocks to do it, like they did a magnifying glass as the teaser, that sort of thing, and then they were doing a reveal. It yep. all got busted out the night before because people put the pieces together uh, because yep. the Sherlocks had put something on their Instagram saying the massive and things like that. Um, it, got, it got figured out quite quickly. Yeah, but... Uh, and with tramlines and everything, it just made sense. Yeah. Funnily enough, first time I've not played tramlines since I realised 2015. 14 was the last year I didn't play tramlines. Sure thing, hell. Yeah, the fringe. It feel a bit weird. It does feel a bit weird. It was a case of actually I was talking because I could have gone and played the fringe, but I've yeah. the band aren't ready. Like the tracks are like <laughs> it's a case of like we need a, we need a, we need a couple of weeks notice, but I literally got offered this week. Oh, do you want to come and do the fringe again? I was like, yeah, I kind of really do, but like no. Um, it was. It's the kits have come out. People yep. are in. Uh, let's talk about the home kit first, right? I don't like it. You don't like it, do you? No. I'm not a big like the fan solid, of the back. I don't like the solid white back. I don't no. like the fact the pattern doesn't continue onto the sleeves. Some people are saying it's a tidy kit. Yes, the blue, the white, the blue stripe is in the middle. But why are the white stripes thicker than the blue stripes? It angers me <laughs> more than it should for a grown man. <laughs> yeah, they just to be the cloth. But I, get I don't. It. I don't. It doesn't. For me, if white is the most thing you see on a Wednesday kit, it's not a proper Wednesday kit to me. It's got to be right? more blue than white, yeah. Or equal, right? Yeah. Our ratio of blue to white the last few seasons with the actual Elevate kits, which people were moaning about, has been perfect. Yep. Nope. But I feel like we've got sort of. I like they've gone bespoke. They've put the We're All Wednesday on the back of it. There's mm. a collar that... I think it's the fact that the collar's white as well kind of makes me go, it mm. looks like a white kit with blue on it. I get and I know mean. I'm probably in the minority there. A lot of Wednesday fans like that home kit. And yeah. I don't think it's a bad home kit and it'll probably grow on me. But it's the first home kit in the year, in the few years where I've got, I'm not going to buy that. I don't want it. You'll Until buy it because we... you buy everything. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Until, Until he does something silly and go, I'm not buying the kit unless... Many likes. He's not doing that this year. No, I won't. I'll just buy a second of the gorgeous away kit we've made. Oh, it's right? lovely, isn't it? Because I'm buying that at full price. I absolutely love that the owl badge is actually black. Yes. Black out that, owl's badge. I just think it's that's pink. awesome. It's pink and people, there's grown men crying that it's pink. There's a mm. lot of people crying. Yep. And I'm like, come on, guys. I've seen like, everyone I with the comparison that, that people took the mess out of uh, Sheffield United kit last year, but you t- I've seen them side by side. They're yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're a different shade of pink. They are both yes. still pink, right? There's some people going, well, it's salmon, and salmon's not technically... It's salmon pink, right? Calm down. It's pink. <laughs> yeah. I had a, somebody on Twitter, and, and, and it was fair exchange, very respectful exchange, going, well, would you be happy if we are playing a red and white kit? And I went, well, no, obviously not. I wouldn't be happy if red was anywhere on this, but it's not red, it's pink. And I guess you're just taking the fact that we call them pigs and that we're playing in pink and you're kind of stretching there. For me, that's not a thing. 
I mocked, I personally, I know there's some fans that mocked it because it was pink. The same people that are crying that it's the Wednesday kit is pink now. I wasn't mocking the United kit. If I said anything, I didn't really mock it anyway. I don't really care about United. And that's, that's, you know, it's part of the course. I wasn't mocking that when I, I said I didn't like that kit because it was pink. It was the fact it was pink combined with the fact it was a disgusting shirt. Right, the sponsor looked off on it. Did you see the way the pattern worked on there? Like yeah. the the sort of texture. To be fair, it just I'm, genuinely looked. It looked never... like skin. It did look like pig skin, to be honest, because of the texture <laughs> of the shirt. To be fair, I'm never a fan of Adidas kits anyway, because they all just look from the same template. You yeah, do my head in. It looked. Basic. I like we've it got something disgusting. different. I like we've, we've got something. We've got that. I love the black pattern. Inside the pink kit, I love the fact that it's got the 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 black features that pop. I think the collar's black on yeah. it. Um, the can blackout also, badge. I think. Can we also sleek. just say big, massive respect for our media team for that kit announcement? It was a quality announcement. We hadn't had something like that in a long time. That yeah, you've actually you've actually gone to a local band, used a local uh, pub to do it in. And you use the local company to film it. You, you're bringing back that community vibe. And I like it. They know what they're doing. Yeah. It, it yeah. feeling a little bit more like Wendy. Now. It's not just the media team who've done that either. That's, I think the COO's had something to do mm, with that. Yeah. Uh, that vibe of it. Interesting. I'd be interested if we got a sponsorship on this because there was no sponsor on the front. Oh, annoyingly, I'm looking at the own kit again now. I'm going, oh, it's not that bad, actually. <laughs> Just I don't, don't like, like the back. The, I hate the back. I don't like the back. I, it reminds me, me of the plus net shirts. Yes. Yes. With the back. You know? For me, it went thick. It got to be blue and white all the way through. Yeah. I mean, even the plus net shirts, some of them had the blue back, solid mm. blue back, right? I lo- I like the kit from the front, but as soon as you take it to a side angle or from the back, I'm like, oh, What do you think I mean, of the goalkeeping kits? I mean, you're not going to miss them, are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I hope they don't play. They're gonna get so many bees thinking they're a flower. This oh um, god! So 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 when training. when we do have a situation where we're flapping, it's gonna be oh there's a bee there. Yeah, they, I mean, they're all right. I mean, but, ca- Cam kind of blends in. <laughs> oh, <bless laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the bright orange. The uh, yeah, the... I did like I did like watching the uh, video, and you can see Joe really getting into music. He's like, oh, I gotta stand up now. <laughs> No, it's. Uh, I like. I, I don't mind the goalkeeper kit. I think the way to... we've announced it and the players we've used to now is great. I know everyone's done, done that usual thing with the whole. Why is the captain not? Not every team uses a captain to announce shirts. Palmer it's weird, has, right? and, has and people, been part of it for years. People were saying, like, the. Um, we need to go back to the old badge. We're going to go back. Everyone was convinced we're going to go back to the old badge because we've been so relegated and Chancery was going to do it. I had, looking at that away kit, I think it works so much better with the new badge. If the mm. old badge was on there, I don't think it'd look as good. Because no. the new the blackout version of our badge, our current badge, oh, it looks wicked. Superb. It does. It looks superb. However, the home kit would look better with the old badge on it. Yeah. I have seen someone, and it did look cool, who had taken the pink kit and they inverted it so it's white with the black, and that looked pretty sick as well. Kind of thing. The thing is... We always, whenever we go to a color like this, we were always we going can't to have, have white. people. We can't have white because we've got to have a 
contrasting kit and our, our our main kit is mainly white. I know, but there have been times in the path where we've had a white away kit where we've had blue and white stripes. Yeah, I know, but if you look at the amount of white that's on that home oh, kit, I know. That's, you wouldn't get away yeah. with it. It it It's going to be very interesting how that one sells. I think a lot oh, of people I'm buying, like I, it. I want it. I I'm, love buying, that I'm buying it straight away. I've already earmarked it. Yeah. August is going to be a very expensive month for me. <laughs> well, I'm hoping, right, I'm hoping they're not stupid. I'm hoping the 50 quid shirts again, at least. Yes. Uh, it's the 50 quid shirts, I can buy two. Fair. A home and away, which I used to always do. When they started being 60, I couldn't buy two. I, could, I had to pick and then wait a couple of months to the next I one. Thing, one thing I want to mention is they've sacked off the profit thing with Macron. Yes. Because I will say, there's a, there's a very di- big difference between your, the quality of your Elevate shirt and mine. Mm. And that is what you find with the replicas. We've, we've got, both got replicas. We've yep. not got the profits that we bought for the big P-shirts, that gag. Yep. There is some, and I was talking on Twitter, mine's got a slightly green tint to it. Right? Mine hasn't. I think mine's here, actually. Hang on. I can't find it. There's just England shirts on there because uh, it was a thing. But yeah, it, mine's got a slightly green shirt to it. Yours looks actually like it's supposed to look. Yeah. And, um, and we both bought them at the same time. Yeah, they were printed on the same night. They arrived yep. on the same day. Yep. Oh, yeah, they so, did, didn't they? Because we both went, oh, you got your shirt. <laughs> yeah. Because we ordered them at the same, within an hour of each yeah. other. So it was a case of... Quality control on that issue been always been a bit... That England said, do it as well, though. I tried, yeah. I was looking at England shirts, and they do the profit thing. Just give the shirts the same... We never used to do it's, this. It's the American thing, because in the American, the American thing, you have... Uh, so in the NBA, you have the swing set shirt, which is where it's embroidered, it's not green printed on. In American football, you've got it as well. So you can buy an American football shirt which is like 50 quid, but it's green printed on. But then you can buy the actual replica and then it's embossed on. It's actually stitched into the shirt. It's that whole kind of thing. Well, Italian made Macron, obviously. They look nice. I think, yeah, more, I do know. A lot more England, English clubs with Macron shirts this year. I saw uh, Blackburn Rovers are now with them as well. Yeah, I, like, I, th- I don't, to be honest, for a first shirt, not I quite that. like it. I, quite, I love the away kit. And I can tolerate the home kit, and the home kit will probably grow on me. It'll probably grow on me. I'll buy it if we get promoted. Oh, that's a big one. The promotion shirt, yeah. You know, um, even though it's not an immediate buy for me, if we get promoted, I've got to buy it. So yeah. that's the way, that's your incentive Wednesday. I'm buying the away kit. You want the other 50 quid? Get promoted. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, I like it. I love the pink kit. Let us yeah. know what you think. We did ask the opinions in the community section, but the community tab has been quite t- uh, quiet. But I just don't, I don't think we should get caught up on the colour. It's, no. it's a nice kit. I'm sick of boring kits. I've said this. I'm sick of off-the-peg yep. boring kits. I like things that stand out. That's I was at one that the, the last away kit was controversial. People went, it's disgusting. Yeah. I thought it was gorgeous. I liked it. I do wear snake print tops. I do wear floral tops. I do wear things that are a bit different. Because he also wears things which are green when he go green green. Shut up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a case of I don't like things that stand. I don't like football shirts. I wouldn't wear football shirts in generally, and I know a what, lot of guys do. What do you think of Spurs' shirt this year? I love it. I that, do. I well. put it on Twitter. I love their away kit. 
and people are saying it's the most disgusting, worst kit in the Premier League. I'm like, are you see, serious? I did see that someone made it look like they'd just taken the seats off Daycoat buses and put it so, on a ship. No, it's basically it's 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 space theme, but it's like it's almost like galaxy theme, yeah. right? So it's 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 almost like you've got um, it looks quite like imp blots and and mm. tie dye, but it's yeah. actually it's space it's space themed, and I think it's. I said I I want an out there kit like this. If this was a Wednesday kit, I'd be all for it. Yeah. I loved that kit. The way the sponsors in neon light yellow or green or whatever it is as well, it just looks so good with it. The color palette, I just I. Away shirts, football shirts, right? I like it when they look like shirts that you could wear and the, you yes. could look at them. And look at the shirts that stand out over time. For me, we've got that black Sanderson one. That looks yes. it's smart. I like it. You know, it stands out a little bit. That away kit we had last season, I, I love it. I might even, I don't know, I think I've missed the ball on it now, but I'd really have liked a profit of it so I could get a proper... They've still got some. Have they? I yes. might have a proper look. Um, And I'll get it without Big P on the back of it. Obviously. Um. But yeah, if the profits aren't discounted, I'm not doing it. I'm going that far. But yeah, I want. I like the pink one. We should keep yep. it. We should. Uh, we should keep making unique shirts. Life's too short to be boring. Stop staying in your lane all the time. Right, community. We had a couple of questions. I'll go with the first one from Hubert uh, Nongrim, who was Hubdub. He's changed his name. Uh, yep. He's been on the show before. Have you watched Ted Lasso? I haven't. I have. He's, he's asked this a couple of weeks. Oh, have you? Okay, we'll I keep have. this in there. I'll read it. the question. So he says, have you watched Ted Lasso? Does Darren Moore remind you of Ted? Both being positive and such. Also hoping to see Wednesday make an appearance or in season two of the show. Uh, kits look pretty good. Let's see what the prices are like, though. Okay, so, I asked about the kits as well. So go on, then. Ted Lasso is an Apple TV uh, show. So you get it when you get I think if you buy a current... Uh, Apple products you get it for six months and then it's like five quid. The first season was superb and I it got slated a little bit and now the second season came out Friday, I think yesterday, and it's it's just really funny. It follows an American who's been a uh, American football coach who comes over to the UK to become a football coach in our terms of football. And he got to learn the game. He got to learn the way, he did, but he's also got a lot of personal things going on as well. But he's always really positive and upbeat, and you rarely see him down. And if you do see him down, he then gets it put back into a positive. It's really funny and really good show. I highly recommend it. If you want a good little football show, give it a watch. I think you enjoy it. Uh, but he do, he does remind me a little bit of Dan Moore with the both being positive and being a people person and being very. Um, genuine around people and being able to talk. Like he got Darren Moore got something coming up soon where he's uh, it's a Q and A with him. Have you seen that? I, like nearly, Q- I nearly went. Yeah, the Q and A that was. Uh, I happening. think we will start trying to book ourselves onto these. Yeah, we just got to try and make it work because, like, I do want to to get some quit i want us to be able to like feel questions to our audience and things like that yeah so we might we might try and plus the three course meal would be lovely it's just oh, a case of logistics so i that's not been put in the show notes is the paul williams going i hope everything's okay with family and stuff it doesn't sound great from what i've heard uh so just keep safe and i hope you're well yeah, one of the coaches at Wednesday, if you didn't know, I think he's uh, he was one of the assistant managers. Yeah, so, uh, coaches. All the best, all the best to him. Yeah, um, yeah. Thank you for your question, Hubert. 
there about. Also, he just bought our leave one shirt that we got promoted in last time, and he's getting it shipped to India. He sent Has me a he? picture of it. Yes, he found nice. one, so he's waiting for it to get shipped. It, I think he said it was about thirty quid our money. He paid. That's not bad, to be honest. It's a really good shirt as well. The yeah. um, the old uh, I ask, I, on the front of it. Oh, it's not both, Volkswagen, both Volkswagen. Yeah, sorry. Because I asked him if he got any shirts, and he went, "Yep, I've got this coming." I was like, "Brilliant!" <laughs> Honestly, that's one of my favourite shirts. Yeah. Um, the, you see, that had a white collar, but most of it was blue, so I didn't mind <laughs> it. Yeah. Okay, the next question and the last question, so we've only got two from the community tabs this week, is from Captain Nat. Who do you think is going to be our most important or standout player this season? Interesting one. Hmm. I think it can be Windass, personally, just for the goals and stuff and with how we how we're going to need it. But I'm also expecting uh, Andre Green to have a better season, see what he's about. I think in League One he could properly tear it up. I'm going to be boring and say Bannon. Yeah, Bannon. I knew you were going to say Bannon. I just can't and wait to see him, him running through the midfield in League One and just dancing around people. And, you can't and, wait to see him running that pink shirt, can you? No, exactly. And the uh, the through balls he makes in, in, in League, it's just going to be over the top. And I'm looking forward to the season if we can do it. We just need somebody in front of him that can score the goal. So hopefully win If you're looking at what big. we're bringing in, we are building quite a pacey little team. Mm-hmm. With uh, kind of speed, that's young players that, as well. Yeah, hungry players as well, and players with a bit of a chip on the shoulder to prove that they weren't right to be let go. Because the Jaden Brown thing's interesting. He had a lot of offers coming, and he waited until we had our things sorted to sign, and that says a lot to me about the player. If he's yeah. willing to wait until everything's sorted and still sign, even though the club saying, "Look, you can sign here. We'll give you this to sign now." And they'll do so. I think that's credit to him. And I want that kind of... The team Darren Murray building is filling me with a little bit of more hope that there's going to be a lot of fight and a lot of playing for each other. It's got a Carlos F feel of team, players who have been not uh, used or used properly at clubs and they want to prove a point. And I think teams like that are always do well if managed correctly. I think under Darren Moore, they'll get managed properly. I agree. I agree completely. Um, that's all we have for this week's episode yes. of Talking Wednesday. However, I've got a correction that I overlooked. I got a. Uh, I'm recording this. Ne- we're about to go out, so so in the next room to me, and she's just gone. Ryan Reynolds is Canadian. Oh God, he, he is. Isn't he? Yes, it's not Oops. American takeover shit, but he he has got the American film money, so yes. he's got the American outlook on football. However, Canada, 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 apparently. <laughs> The good old um, country of Canada. Canada you're not the, got you're not the, the only time. one who got a message like that. I just got one as well. I just got a message from my life going, um, he's Canadian, not oh, American. Excellent. Excellent. So, that's all told. Yep, indeed. So, um, yeah, he is. That's, that's, that's <laughs> a correction for you. That'll be, uh, if I do break out, I don't know if I can break out the Wrexham thing. People are going to come for me. Especially yeah. for the comments about the Welsh League. I don't know if there's going to be I, many breakouts this week, to be honest. There isn't many that I can see that you could break out, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, it could be a slow one. It, big one on, I think we're still waiting on stuff to come out. Like we had all those transfers come in and I, we were happy. And it was, I think what's going to happen again, I think we're going to have another little flurry of transfer. But I have a funny feeling we are going to be busy up until transfer deadline day. 
this yeah. season. I don't think it's going to be one of those ones where we start going, well, it's a Monday, so it's a normal day for us. Transfer deadline day doesn't happen for us, so I'm going to bed. Steve Bruce was trending, I thought. Has he been sacked? He's not. <laughs> He's talking about uh, bringing in, in Willock. Um, yeah, I, I'm... I'm happy with that. It's a good episode. We've we've gone longer. I didn't think it was going to be over an hour. It's now no, been an hour and a half. So um, thank you so much for watching this week. We'll be back. Yep. We should be. We'll be back next week. We might not have the most up to date news because it'll be recorded a couple of days before. Because I'm going to be hopefully just. I'm doing lots of walks. I'm going on a walking holiday kind good. of walking Enjoy and it. relaxing and yeah. Well, not relaxing, walking. I'm, I want to go to a beach at some point, but it won't be this weekend. Anyway, if he come, if he come back and he like. Cripple, we know why. I'm only going for like two days. We're trying oh, to. Sorry, we, we said that we're. Um, we'd rather over this summer. We'd rather go away like loads of mini trips over weekends mm. than one big trip. Over yeah, a week. yeah. Because we'd like one big trip, but not in the doing, at the minute. No, it's not ideal. We're gonna probably. We're probably gonna do quite a big trip next year. Um, and for us to do that, the, the, I might have to get a guest. I might have to get a guest to do the podcast for a couple of weeks because I will not be here, or we'll just take the the holiday time. So they we'll see what off. happens. But uh, we'll yeah, that uh, if if our guests actually can sort it out, and the ones that say they're going to come on actually come on, we should be able to record some nice like guest episodes that can go up when we're not here for things. But uh, yeah. It's been a bit mad for everyone this year, and we understand we understand the situations. But yeah, I don't. We did say we were going to have guests this summer. The summer's probably it's coming towards the season now, so I can't see it happening too much. However, um, a friend of mine is going to come on at some point, who's doing some stuff with certain aspects of Wednesday. So it'll be interesting Which to talk about all of that. Um, but yeah, talk. Uh, we'll see you next week. Make sure you post in the community tab. Check it yes. out please. But yeah, that's it for this week's episode of Talking Wednesday. See you next week. Take care.